end up next on the Challenge Yourself podcast, part two of the evolution of success. Watch how the definition of success changes as Ashley and Joy get out of college and move into the professional work world. Continue to listen to the Challenge Yourself podcast because there's another part after that, and that's part three. So all through this time, we're taking you on a journey and think about your own definitions of success. What did you believe as a child? What did you believe when you got out of college? And what do you believe now? So up next, part two, the evolution of success exclusively on the Challenge Yourself podcast. Let's go. really did not have a lot of time to process mm. I all of my friends we all scattered <laughs> okay. oh wow I went to DC wow really literally not long after graduation what a couple weeks I was there oh wow with that and starting a job I had an internship lined up um started um working and then you know, moved into my first job. Wow. You know, um, had a boyfriend who was actually a pretty real relationship. Mm. Um, you know, got a got a, a, a one bedroom apartment. Hey. Um, in an up and coming part of town in DC. I lived in the district. So for those my of you my. who say that you live in DC and you live in Maryland or Virginia, <laughs> you are a liar. <laughs> You do not live in D.C. I'm done. Okay? You can call it the DMV all you want. Ooh. There is the district. So I was a district snob. I lived Y'all, in D.C. Y'all, I saw the building she lived at. It was yeah. so fun. <laughs> so I, you know, and, and as a matter of fact, like at the time, mm-hmm. those buildings were a hundred, the, the, the condos were $199,000. Right? Wow, really? At that time. Wow. Um, and, but at that time, you know, and that was in 2003. Mm-hmm. So those same ones are now six and seven hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. So wow, makes a difference. But I did. Um, I had. I, I worked. I worked. I had really great um, career navigation. I would like to say, mm. starting you know bottom floor, working my way up. Um, and leaving a good impression. I mean, it was, it was to me at that level of life, 22, 23, uh, you know, 24, even I felt like there was a level of success. Mm-hmm. Um, that being able to, to, at that point, measuring success was being able to live on your own without having to ask your parents for a dime. Mm-hmm. And paying your taxes, <laughs> uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, having cable and internet, um, <laughs> you know, and pretty much if I wanted to buy something, I would buy something. Mm-hmm. Not, it may not have been the most expensive stuff, but I was pretty much able to make some things work. Now, um, was it hard living in the city and expensive? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember making it work Mm. and success to me was that. And I think 
I knew I was going to do more, obviously, you know, because I had begun, you know, taking a couple of classes here and there towards my psychology master's. But at that time, I realized professionally I was doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I didn't like a particular job or whatever, I had relationships with headhunters. For those of you who don't know what that is, <laughs> someone who who sends you out. They're actually hired by companies, not by you. Hired uh-huh. by companies to find talent. So oh. I had several headhunters who I had relationships with. So if I wanted to switch jobs or whatever, I would ask them, hey, hey you know, do I qualify for these things? Can I go on this particular interview for this oh, job? My. So, you know, there was a lot of, I learned to be a great career navigator. Mm-hmm. And I always mm-hmm. tell people, you know, that for me was important. So Absolutely. that's why I talked to people all the time about career performance even as a mental health clinician because I really learned how to navigate pretty easily mm-hmm. um, from that time from my young 20s right after college so that was success and then success kind of changed a little bit as mm-hmm. as time went on um, but I mean I went I mean, what do you call it, the normal road? I don't even think it was that normal, but <laughs> in a lot of ways, I mean, I got a master's degree, so I moved, mm-hmm. got a master's degree, um, you know, had a grant while I was working on my master's. Then I got an opportunity to work um, for a, um, uh, on, you know, for the government, for the federal government oh, wow. um, with a secret clearance. And I got to hey, work, okay you know, now. Um, with special operations while I was working with my master's program. Oh, that's so cool. there were always opportunities opening up. Mm-hmm. And I just remember all of that, I think, came from really learning how to navigate in college and really kind of mm-hmm. finally blossoming and then giving myself permission to be great yeah. Um, on my jobs that I worked. And then as I went into a master's program, giving myself permission to really shine mm-hmm. and knowing that, yeah, I wasn't going to have a lot of time to do a whole lot of dating and mm-hmm. things like that. I had to focus on the ball. And I, I remember doing that and saying, you know, this is good. I got a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By that point, I had an apartment again. Uh-huh. So, and you know, I I was doing really well. Finished my master's, and you know, went again right into another job. So, I think what success was for me at that point was more so, you know, showing up again, doing the work being able to show that I could get and keep a job doing Mm -hmm. well on a job Mm -hmm. being able to take care of myself without again without asking my parents for any Mm -hmm. money and just being able to keep going that was success to me yep that makes sense though and I feel like you know even as Americans that's kind of what we see and that's Mm -hmm. I mean that's what we strive for shoot Mm mm-hmm I know mm-hmm. a whole lot of people who are like, heck yeah, let me find a headhunter. I didn't even know what that was before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. And I had that. I made a lot of different relationships mm-hmm. with people. Mm-hmm. And excuse me, y'all, because I'm eating my pizza. But <laughs> I... It was it was all about relationships, learning how to navigate, learning who had what it was that I needed, and going for it at uh-huh. that time. 
at that time. Yeah. You know, hung being hungry. Yeah. And and that's the thing that I think a lot of um, young people in their 20s got to understand is getting your mind off of the whole um, social media, sometimes being wanting to be successful on social media and really focusing on being purposeful about your in-person relationships you're you know creating those those circles not just on social media but in general those circles of people that you can depend on Mm -hmm. so to speak or connect with when there's something you need or there's something they need Uh so having those in-person relationships developing those was important it's not just enough to say you have a friend on LinkedIn or that you know somebody who's a millionaire on social media it's beyond that it's creating Mm -hmm. relationships still still the art of the deal in person I think is important yeah we gotta be able to do it in person like in person and I think a lot of people feel like they can just send it I I have have had students now that I'm an entrepreneur that's a Mm -hmm. whole nother story I've had students contact me via email wanting to know if I have an internship for them Mm-hmm. And I'm at a point where I'm like, you need to pick up a phone. I want you to learn to use your phone and actually call, right? Mm-hmm. Call me. Yep. Don't send me an email saying, well, do you have any internships? And I, <laughs> I send an email back and I say, yeah, give me a call. <laughs> because mm-hmm. I want to see, thank you for your email. Yes, I, you know, some of them were not professional and some of them were thanks for your email but you're gonna have to call me and actually talk to me you're not gonna be able to hide behind your email Mm -hmm. this is why I say and you know maybe this is also generational but I I think it doesn't matter this transcends generation you have to know how to talk to people that's true you have to know how to navigate to be able to get what you need and I, I think that a lot of people are not familiar with that kind of stuff and especially Mm -hmm. younger people and it's that reason why they dream so heavy of being successful on social media Mm -hmm. yep yeah I you know what I really agree with that and I can see that um I see that what is the word building relationships is really hard nowadays for people they really struggle. I hear a lot about social anxiety and mm-hmm. all of these things now. And I almost, you know, I, part of me feels like it, if you stay hidden, mm-hmm. it's not going, it's only going to perpetuate whatever anxiety you may have about meeting new people. Mm-hmm. It's only going to, y'all, and I say that as someone, I wouldn't say I had social anxiety, but I dealt with a lot of depression. And mm-hmm. some of that, like, I really <laughs> did not like meeting people. But mm-hmm. now I can say the more I did it, it, it changes something. And mm-hmm. so I I think that's really important, too. Uh-oh, you okay? Oh, no, y'all. Y'all give her a pat on the back. So apparently. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, girl. Just <clears throat> now. Drink some water. You okay? My drink went down the wrong windpipe. Oh. Oh my gosh. Y'all, this girl's <laughs> choking on the podcast, y'all. 
please help her. That is not a success. Thank you. Oh, oh gosh. Are you okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. my mm. Mm. oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We were talking about something very Ooh. important. You were mm. saying something important, Ashley. Something about relationships. You might relationships have to say that again. <laughs> Building relationships. My, my, my. Because <laughs> <laughs> the drink went down my whole windpipe, okay? Oh, no. See, y'all, here's another thing. One thing mm-hmm. I did learn in school, you know, through all the struggle and hard work, is, mm-hmm. you know, liquids are not meant to go down your <laughs> windpipe, like, into your lungs. Mm-hmm. That is not how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Like it's supposed to go down your esophagus, not your trachea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I did learn that much, guys. I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, no, I realize relationship building is like almost what? What do they call like a rare commodity nowadays? If you know how to do it, or even just to be, um, what's the word? Social or pleasant intentional intentional. you need to be intentional about your social your social really it's a um it's being social learning how to navigate socially Mm -hmm. it's so important it is there's a social intelligence that's just like there's emotional intelligence yeah there is social intelligence yeah that's important and I think mm-hmm. it's a quality that's lacking. And, you know, it made me think about a time. I think I was emailing someone regarding there was something I wanted to purchase. Someone was selling something. And so I sent them an email to ask about it. And do you know, they actually messaged me back and said, thank you for sending me a professional message with complete sentences. And I was like, huh? I was like, wait, what are people sending you? I was so confused. They thanked me for using full sentences, guys. Mm-hmm. So communication is important, but nonetheless. Those um, <laughs> those are some measures of success. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I think that takes us into maybe like, what do we see success as now? Hmm. Honey, success was being able to order this pizza. <laughs> Who you telling? <laughs> and literally, <laughs> that that's success for me right now. Mm-mm-mm. Because, mm. you know, I remember a time where um, I'm pretty sure I was ramen noodled up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but really, no, success was just ordering the pizza. I, <laughs> I, I had a day that I structured and I thought it was pretty darn cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, success for me was ordering the pizza. Mm, so, mm. Um, <clears throat> but I'm sure there's a more extensive answer. You go first as I eat my pizza. <laughs> I know you have to eat it before it gets cold. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I can't wait, guys. This this is the pizza podcast. <laughs> That's right. I already Success had and pizza. You know, back in the day, they used to have speakers would come right to a town mm-hmm. and they'd offer like free food. Yeah. So this Those is success and pizza. There you go. Speaking of that. I made my way through college and even after college, but a lot of free food. People was always offering free food, and I was always, always willing to take it. it. Oh, always. yeah. I'm telling you, y'all, that's mm-hmm. how you got some good meals, but mm-hmm. let's see. You know, my <laughs> my mm-hmm. idea of success now is very different from... Mm. I thought you were about to be. say something like, a, I 
don't know what I thought you were about to say. Pardon me as I open my bag, people. Oh, gosh. What did you think I was about to say? I have no idea. Oh, okay. goodness. <laughs> Y'all, we're going to Have fun, everyone. Bag. Oh, my. <laughs> no, it's really different. I think now, mm-hmm. first of all, I'm, I'm, <laughs> what I want is different. And so that changes what I see as success. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really and truly what I see as success now really has nothing to do with a job or anything like that. Cause, because mm-hmm. now what's more important in my life is purpose mm-hmm. and, um, and becoming the woman I was created to be. And that mm-hmm. may sound like a, you know, Instagram post, but no, really, I mean it because it does. doesn't yeah, it? It, it does. Of, you know, I think too many people are posting foolishness though. Yeah. And they don't even believe it. Actually, you believe it, though. Yeah. And you, you know are what? doing it. That's right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Y'all, you I'm already know that. But so. no, I'm a, that's one of my love languages, words of encouragement. So That's not a love you. language. You mean it's... words of affirmation? Oh, yeah, that one. But you know. <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was not affirming. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. It sure wasn't. <laughs> Anywho. So, but no, that's true though. I think people um, on Instagram or whatever will just post these cliche sayings and it's like they're just posting it. But no, really, um, my complete outlook on life changed because I realized, I said, you know what? Um, I remember the day, (laughs) and this is the question I asked myself all throughout college and all this thing, all these times. And I said, when I get to my medical school interview, they're going to ask me why I want to be a doctor, right? And I knew I would have to answer that question. And so when I say I thought about that question for years, I kept saying to myself, why do I want to do this? What is the best answer? And, you know, I got to this point in my life where everything changed and my outlook became, you know what? Um, There are things that I'm good at, things that I'm just naturally gifted at. And I was like, in whatever way this is, I care about helping people live a better life than I did, or at least, you know, changing things for the better in their life. (laughs) And I guess, um, what am I saying? Change, you know, changing their life before they're 80 years old. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, helping people kind of shift and live a better life. And so, what happens when they get eighty? Do they what? What? I mean, nothing happens. It's just you spent a lot of time unhappy. So, you know, let me help you shift that before you get. You know, it's like I don't think our country is going to quite make. A lot of people aren't making it to eighty. I know the boomers, you know, will. But I think after that, I I hate to be ugly or sound weird, but I don't think those of us eating a lot of this processed food as I sit here and eat pizza. I don't think that a lot of us, uh, our, our life expectancy, you know, the rate anyway, will change again. Yeah, uh, the boomers were healthy. Um, mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of um, conditions that people have mm. right now uh, that are uh, in these younger generations. That's true. And you know, that actually, here's a little side that brings up, I remember there's a um, research study I was listening to one time and they talked about how, um, what was it? I think I want to say it was the boomers when they had children. That's when we had all the processed stuff coming out and this, Mm -hmm. this, that. And so we're the children who ate that stuff. 
And so they fat free cheese, fat free this, sugar free that. And Mm -hmm. I mean, all the chemicals and we're the generation who grew up with that. And so Mm -hmm. they talked about how that is affecting us. And they said, you know, eventually, you know, the generations will adapt to that kind of stuff, but it's going to take generations. And I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh no, that's, can you imagine what, what the body would look like? if it adapted to that like i just wonder how that would just on a um a cellular level change the body and the way it functions. you know so, i i don't think the body's going to adapt i think that um the the younger generations are now being fed all this whole 30 stuff they right? are they are and so <laughs> they're not not to say that we don't have a problem with obesity or anything mm-hmm. like that but they're not eating um some of the junk processing yep. stuff. Uh, they're not true. eating microwave meals. Yep. They're not eating fat-free <laughs> cheese. Tostitos and oh my god. I mean, I think mm-hmm. they may still eat, you know, certain things that are junky, but for the most part, they're eating a whole thirty diet. They really are. And isn't that interesting? It's like, you know, because I remember like the frozen meals and the this and the that Mm -hmm. and then now you get older and you find out oh no pink slime and Mm -hmm. you know these the salad was covered in chemical we ate pink slime yeah we ate pink for years for years years. we ate b what was it bpa we we drank out of bpa bottles for years Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know y'all anyway that's a whole nother level but and we wonder why a lot of women are having trouble getting uh having babies conceiving all those things that's true that's true and y'all can look up the research some of those chemicals are hormone disruptors and Mm -hmm. that affects um you know being able to conceive and carry and all these things so anyway um there's so much but (laughs) there's so much oh gosh no Mm -hmm. i but really that kind of just changed everything just i i got to the point where i said i you know I want to walk with people in their lives. I want people to live healthier, better lives. Um, you know, and I think that just came from me struggling growing up. You know, I want to some way help people to, you know, not have to go through it by themselves, kind of in some ways like I did. So it just shifted everything. You know, I still have a love for medicine, still want to do public health. However, there's more purpose embedded in that now. So if I think about success, to me, success is being healed and whole, you know, you know, and and not still being bogged down with whatever baggage I had in my life. You know what I mean? Um, So you you missed your bus because of the baggage. You know, (sighs) I wouldn't say I was the mad lady that missed the bus. You know, I think I wasn't meant to get on that bus. Mm. Even though I wanted to get on that bus so bad. And Mm. I thought, you know what? You have failed because you didn't get on that bus. But you know what? Had I got on that bus, I probably would have fallen off the bus. I I had too many bags. I wouldn't Mm. have been able to balance. So I don't think I was meant to get on the bus. I think I was supposed to stay right there until I dealt with that baggage. Then I could get on the bus. How do you do? That's right. Mm. Mm. Now, how about well, you, Missy? Well, <laughs> you know, I think success for me now is is creating a schedule that I enjoy. Which some I was 
I was really horrible at it uh, for the first two years of business. But as I'm getting better, um, the scheduling of things is getting a little bit better. Um, creating a schedule I like, having a business, um, that is success. Um, mm-hmm. Just being able to, you know, have my own home. Um, no, it's not a mansion, but it's mine. Mm-hmm. That's success. Um, it's it's being able to see things I dreamt about coming to fruition. That's success. Um, those things are beautiful to me. I don't. I mm-hmm. I think you know being able to 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 you know see my parents say you know what we're proud of our kid. Mm-hmm. Um, that's success. Um, I think, I think just being able to live life on my own terms, that's success. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, purposefully done intentionally, Mm -hmm. deliberately. A lot of things that I've done have been leading to that. Then I've Mm -hmm. talked about how long my resume is Mm -hmm. on purpose hard and I'm just like hipping hopping ripping. <laughs> oh my okay, goodness so but but I think success was never a job yeah or this destination yeah and up next part three the finale of the evolution of success Stay tuned. Actually, on my birthday, we will conclude the evolution of success exclusively on the Challenge Yourself podcast. Tune in to find out what happens next. Become a weird friend by joining our 24-7 community featuring blogs, forums, and weekly inspiration. Start now by following challenge.courage on Instagram and Facebook and email us your thoughts, comments, and questions at nofakersinfo at gmail.com. Ciao.